Hey everyone, and welcome to I Want You To Know. Um, this is super exciting. I know you've probably noticed new name. We got a little bit of a makeover. Um, if you've been listening since like the first episode, thank you so much. You noticed that there was like a change. If you're new to this um, and you don't know this, uh, we changed the name and uh, the cover art for the podcast. Um, something that I've learned in doing this podcast is letting myself let things evolve and in anything creative is letting your work evolve and letting it change and grow into what it needs to be and that is very much why I changed the name and kind of the cover it all and all of that um just the overall theme I think needed a change um scene was very much what I was feeling at the time and uh what I felt represented what I wanted to say the best but now I want you to know is something that I'm super excited about and I'm excited to grow and uh keep moving forward but I hope you guys like it um this format is going to be fairly uh or pretty much the same um the goal of this podcast it's just one of the ways that I'm working towards a world that I want to live in and that's where we take more time to take care of ourselves and each other and that isn't just forms of self-care as much as I love self-care you know um, this means caring to hear about each other's stories and being exposed to lives and upbringings that look different from our own. Um, and this is in hopes that we can build a more, uh, empathetic world and in turn build a world where we can feel more inclined to reach out to people everywhere in times of need and struggle on a global scale and, uh, be more kind and emotionally intelligent with each other day to day. That's kind of the world that I want to work towards. And this is one of the ways that I'm working towards that. And, uh, I've learned a lot. I'm 21 years old, if you don't know that. I've learned a lot in the past 21 years. I have a lot more to learn. Um, I certainly don't have all of the answers here, but I think I say this all of the time. You'll hear it all the time is I feel like there's a lot of power in sharing our stories with each other. It brings us closer together. We can build true connection that way. And that's something that I'm really passionate about and interested in and something that I love. And this is a way for me to create a space for that. So thank you for coming and listening today. I hope you enjoy. Um, And the basis of all of what I just said, of course, is like first understanding that none of us are perfect. None of us have all the answers or know the perfect things to say all of the time. We're all growing and changing and evolving the more we learn and the more we live. And that's kind of the first, I guess... I don't know, not a disclaimer, or first just, um, I don't know, overall theme, I guess I will say, of this is that I, I think now more than ever, I just want all of us to be more understanding of each other and realize that, like, what we believe and, you know, what we're passionate about, that's us today, you know, in this moment. That could very much change the more information we get, um, the more we live life in general and the people we meet and we're always changing you know and for this podcast this is where I'm at right now you know the things that I'm sharing with you this is my current state and that may change in a week you know um that may change in a year you just don't know and I think that's really beautiful it can be scary um because you know I think on the internet especially a lot of things can seem very set in stone you know once you say something or share something it's out there and people can kind of judge you for it um and put, try to put you in this box um, of your your uh, beliefs, your um, passions, your li- how you live your life. People like to put, we like to put each other, and I'll say 
we, because I'm guilty of it too, we like to put each other in boxes. It makes it easier for us to understand um, and uh, comprehend things, you know, but that's that's not how humans work. So um, yeah, that's kind of like the statement that I want to bring for this first episode of the podcast. Again, I'm super excited about this and excited to see it grow. So yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. So today I wanted to talk about how mindfulness has helped my anxiety and if you're like me, I was never um, specifically diagnosed with anxiety, you know, I think I have more day-to-day anxiety. Um, I haven't really looked into getting like a professional diagnosis for it. I do know that I have social anxiety, but other than that, I'm pretty much just day-to-day anxiety that I have. I don't know uh, much more than that. But as of right now, I'm learning to manage it on my own and a lot of people choose to because it can get very much, uh, very hard and very hard to live with. And, um, and, you know, if that's you and you choose to uh, go to medication or to seek therapy, I'm in therapy right now, um, you know, whatever works for you is what I encourage, whatever you feel like you need to do for yourself, um, you know, educate yourself about it, reach out to people that you know who have it too, um, whatever works for you, that's perfect, um, but just for me right now, I just go to therapy, and, uh, um, it's really, really helped me, that's one of the things I'll talk about, but, you know, like I mentioned, I have day-to-day anxiety, um, and social anxiety, so, Things that make me anxious are things like going to work, um, being at work. I work with kids. I work with people and like a lot in general. I talk with parents and I I teach swim lessons. So I'm working with kids all day. And um, that's something that was really new to me. I started that job in uh, when I was a senior in high school. And it's actually done so much for me and my, like, social anxiety. And it's brought me really out of my shell, which I'm really thankful for. But things like going to work, um, going out in public in general, speaking to people in public that I don't know, or even sometimes seeing people I do know but, like, haven't seen in a long time, those kind of things. I think most people maybe get anxiety from that. But for me personally, like, when that happens, I get really sweaty really quickly. Um, I get really hot really quickly and just my mind starts to race, and, um, I haven't really figured out exactly why. I think I was a shy kid growing up, and I was shy around everyone. I didn't talk very much. That changed a little more in high school, because I was on the dance team and all that, so that brought me out of my shell, too, but I've always been kind of a shyer person, and very much more introverted, um, but, so living with that anxiety day-to-day, um, I've had trouble sleeping at night, um, going to bed at a decent hour, waking up, setting routines for myself. I'm the type of person where I definitely need routine, but I kind of naturally and habitually stray away from it because I'm also, I also get bored when things get too routine-like. So I'm in a conundrum. (laughs) It's a conundrum in itself, um, with that. So I've been working really hard to build routines for myself because I know that they help me, you know, and it's okay to have things that are the same and it probably will benefit me more and it has and that's something that I'm learning. But um, I want to let you know some of the ways that I've been dealing with my anxiety. I've kind of described it to you a little bit um, in my day to day. I want to make sure I'm not missing anything. I usually have trouble sleeping. Oh, oh, decisions make me nervous and anxious and And usually if I have, like, a decision about what I'm going to do with that day, 
um like whether it's like record a podcast episode make some like instagram posts uh read whatever i'm gonna do with my day if there's too many options usually what happens is i all of a sudden get really tired and just like fall asleep now that may sound weird and kind of alarming but that's how it's been for me for a long time if i have to make like a big decision i like get tired all of a sudden and i just fall asleep and there's a name for that it's called uh i can't remember Oh, I'm going to want to look it up now. I'm going to look it up. I looked it up the other day because I was like, why does this happen to me? Um, and maybe you can relate to it too. It's like decision fatigue, decision fatigue. I think that's what happens to me. I do not promote like self-diagnosing yourself, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is because I've, I've dealt with things that way for a long time. But uh, if I have like a lot of decisions to make that day, I'll just like want to avoid it at all costs, um, at all costs, because I will like think and overthink and overthink about all the decisions and what I should be doing and why I'm not doing the other, th- you know, just all of that. Um, if you relate to me in that way, then you probably know the feeling. But um, so just things like that. That's kind of how I go through my day. And um, so mindfulness has been so so important for me and I'm so glad that I found a practice um and ways to practice this um in my day-to-day life whether at work at home um that's pretty much all of the places that I'm at right now are working home because of the state of the uh world right now but um mindfulness has just been key for me and mindfulness um just to like give you the bigger picture of it mindfulness is pretty much like being able to be in the moment being able to look at things without bias or judgment and just be able to be in the present moment with no particular um feeling of like this is good or this is bad you're you're just able to be in the moment fully be in the moment and that's something that I've had trouble with and if you're like me and overthink and and have trouble making decisions and Um, need routine and things like that or have trouble making routines and keeping routines mindfulness I'm telling you is has been such a help a big help to me um so I hope this helps you as I go into uh finally (laughs) the things I'm the steps I'm taking uh in mindfulness so the first one is meditation meditation um for me is a way for me to set my intentions for the day it's pretty it's pretty much a practice of mindfulness it's how you practice mindfulness one of the main ways that you do that and it's pretty much sitting down and being able to be in the moment and either you can focus on your breathing you can focus on uh, a background noise in your room or outside of your house or something like if someone's mowing the lawn you can focus on those noises you can focus on a specific sensation in your body you can focus on um, so many different things and I'm not a meditation expert so if you want to learn more about it um, you can obviously look it up or I use the Calm app um, and that's C-A-L-M Calm the Calm app and I'm doing this like 30 day um, meditation practice and the person uh, leading the practice is called his name's Jeff Warren and he leads this 30 day he's like an expert in meditation and he leads this 30 day practice of meditation all the ways that you can practice meditation and it has been so helpful but um yeah meditation is pretty much the first thing that uh, has helped me so much 
every day. I try to do it every day, of course. I have trouble with routine, um, like I mentioned, so uh, there's some days that I miss, but most days I get up and I meditate, um, and this is also a great time to set intentions for the day, which has really helped me, so setting intentions for my goals for that day, and um, you know, if I have work that day, setting intentions for, like, I'm working, I work with kids, right? I told you that um, I work with kids, and so I set intentions of, like, so my job today is to um, make, you know, these swim classes a, the most fun I can, you know, the most positive I can, um, the most productive I can, and be, like, a positive light for them, you know, because with, especially with kids, like, you never know what's going on at home, you never know what they're going through or what's on their mind, um, so I want to make it as positive of a, as positive of an experience as I can, um, and so that is one of the ways that I really use meditation is if I have work that day, I'll say, okay, today, you know, my focus is on these kids. I want to make sure I'm making this a positive experience and keeping that in my head so that when I'm actually in moments where, you know, children, <laughs> I'm sure if you're listening and you have children, can be very frustrating sometimes. And it's helped with my patience a lot more. So if I have a kiddo that's testing my patience, I can um, take a step back and be like, okay set your intentions for the day you know and being able to tackle that situation um you know with firmness but also um in a way that's positive you know and still keeping true to my intention for that day that's one way that I use it another thing is like if it's a day where I have literally nothing to do um I can either set the intention that that day I'm going to choose not to do anything that day I'm going to choose to just relax sit back watch a movie watch some Netflix or if it's a day that I really want to you know get things done I'm like a super like creative person not creative in that I have talent I don't necessarily think that I do but creative in that I feel a need to do creative things um and so that's one of the ways especially that's one of the ways especially that I use meditation is those days where I feel a need to be creative but I don't know how I'm gonna fulfill those needs so I'll kind of set an intention of like okay I can plan out a podcast episode, what I want to talk about, brainstorm. Um, I can create, like, Instagram posts. I really find a lot of joy in creating, like, Instagram posts of what I'm feeling that day um, in a way to, like, spread, like, optimism and positivity and stuff. Um, And I think that's super fun. Um, So I can do that. Uh, I like to play, like, the ukulele. I like to play piano. That's something. So other things that I could do. Um, Or if it's, like, exercise, I want to exercise that day. Um, I'll plan to go on a walk or plan out what exercise I'm going to do. So I'll set my intentions like that for the day um, in the morning. I try to at least. Um, And that really helps for those days where there's too many options. And I don't know if everyone's like this, but that just happens to me a lot where if there's too many options for what I can do, I either end up not doing anything when I really feel like doing something, um, you know, or I spend the whole day thinking about or trying to decide what I'm going to do and then the day's gone and I didn't do anything you know, so, of course, there's some days where I just want to rest, I just want to relax, especially after work and stuff, but there are days that I feel like I want to be a little more productive, but, um, so yes, meditation, oh, one more thing with meditation that I love doing and has really helped me personally is forgiveness, meditation can be a time to, like, forgive yourself for either past mistakes that you've made, if that's something that kind of affects you every day or affects you often, um, I also am the type where, like, uh, if I shoot off at the mouth or something 
it's kind of rare if I do that. I think it's more at home, you know, with my family, you know, with your family, you're a lot more comfortable and can be more yourself and, um, you know, you're with them all the time. So it's very easy to get frustrated with them. And so there are times that I can shoot off the mouth at home and, um, in meditation, if I feel like I was, you know, being irresponsible with like my words or with my, um, actions, then, I will choose after I've like forgiven whoever I've done that to whether it's you know at home or in person um which is rare by the way I don't like (laughs) call people names or like yell at anyone but just little things there's just for me personally there's little things it's very easy for me to feel like oh my gosh was I too like mean was I too harsh was that like that come off like um like with an attitude or like was that you know was that too much it's very easy for me to think that so in meditation it's really nice to like forgive yourself like um and just remember like you are going to make mistakes you know you're learning every day you are a, a product of how you were brought up and your circumstances and of course you can make change and take steps to change that and and grow from it grow from it right but a lot of these knee-jerk reactions we have it's hard to shake um from how the things that you've gone through and during your childhood, um, or just past experiences in general, um, it's very hard to shake those knee-jerk reactions, so in meditation, it's really nice to give yourself forgiveness for that, you know, and just remember that you are growing and changing, and of course, of course, if you, you know, actually, like, hurt someone, whether it's, like, emotionally or or any, any way, you want to make sure that you apologize and take accountability first, um, but, you know, after you've done that and you still feel guilt for it, that's a situation where I feel like you can forgive yourself, especially if you've been forgiven by the other person or not, if they choose to or not, but being able to forgive yourself, um, I think is super important. That's been really helpful for me to practice in meditation. Um, so if you haven't tried meditation and you're anything like me, um, or you just feel like you, you want to be more mindful in life in general, um, Meditation is a great way to do that. Meditation also, I've heard, um, and I could be wrong, but I've heard people say it's a lot like praying. So if you, you know, believe in God and you you like praying and um, that's your way of setting intentions and being mindful, that is a perfect way too. Um, and if it's a part of like whatever your religion is, um, however you choose to do that, just a way to be mindful. Meditation is my way to do that. And um yeah. So the next thing um, that's really helped me, helped me in being mindful is taking time for things I enjoy. And I kind of mentioned that a little bit earlier, but taking time to read, taking time to take a walk, um, taking time to uh, be creative, taking time to do things for myself. And um, for me, it's really making sure that those days that I mentioned before where I feel like there's too many options sometimes I just pick one you know I eliminate this like decision that's difficult for me to make and just pick one and run with it and if it's something I love of course it's gonna like bring me joy so that's something um that I like to do but taking time for things I enjoy is a big one and then having a morning and night routine this has really helped me like I mentioned before I have trouble with routine and keeping a routine um but having a morning and night routine has really helped structured my days a lot better and I don't know I just I don't know if anyone 
else feels this way, but especially being at home all the time now, it really does help to have something that you do every day for yourself or a few things that you do every day for yourself. And for me, I have, I'm someone that has trouble going to bed at a decent hour or falling asleep. So having that like night routine kind of puts my body into like relaxation mode and it really does help because your body starts to recognize like, okay, this is the time where like we're winding down now, you know, and it's okay for me to relax and get ready to sleep. And so I'll share with you kind of what my morning and night routine look like right now. It changes all the time, but right now for the morning, um, I usually like to wake up around at least 8, 8 a.m. I try. It doesn't always go that way, um, but on the days that I do commit, you know, to myself to do that, around 8 a.m., um, if I have work, I'll wake up earlier, um, but usually at least by 8 a.m. I wake up. The first thing I do as soon as I wake up, I try not to look at my phone anymore. I used to do that. I used to look at my phone first thing when I wake up. Now, I try to meditate. As soon as I wake up, I get settled, get in my, like, meditation position, uh, which is literally just sitting down, but then I open, like, my Calm app, and I'll push on, like, the lesson or the meditation session, and I start, and that usually is around 15 to 20 minutes sometimes, um, the specific, like, lesson plan thing that I'm on, it's usually, like, 15 to 20 minutes, um, which isn't much at all, I, and it's definitely worth it. I sit down, I do my meditation, set intentions for the day. Usually, the night before, I would have written down what I was planning to do the next day, so I'll look at my planner and see, you know, the things that I wanted to do, whether it's, like, cleaning um, or, you know, exercise was the main thing or if I have assignments for school or something like that. I look at that. Then I'll get dressed into like workout clothes. I'll take a walk. I love taking walks, especially in the morning when it's kind of chilly still outside. Um, and listen to my favorite podcast, or sometimes I'm in the mood for music and I'll walk. I'll do like a two and a half mile walk or something. And then I come back, do like a little workout, um, shower, change, make some breakfast. Uh, I like to read sometimes while I'm uh, eating my breakfast. And then I think that's it. That's pretty much the routine for the morning. As long as I do that, whatever happens with the rest of the day kind of is whatever I planned or whatever I feel like. Um, and then my night routine by the end of the day, um, I'll usually start with, mm, I like to rinse off like before bed, uh, especially if I, sometimes I like to exercise in the morning. Sometimes I like to exercise at the night, in, in <laughs> at the night. Sometimes I like to exercise at night. It just depends. So right now I'm moving towards exercising at night because it gives me a reason to like rinse off before bed and kind of start my night routine naturally that way. But um, either if I worked out in the evening, I'll work out, take a shower um, before bed, moisturize. I work in a pool, so my skin kind of suffers because of it. Um, so I moisturize before bed my entire body, uh, brush my teeth, wash my face, do my whole skincare routine. I like to light a candle. Um, then I'll kind of like... One of the things I love to do is, like, watch YouTube videos if you're like me. I'm, like, addicted to YouTube. So I'll watch some YouTube videos, and then I'll slowly, like, get away from, like, the social media. So watch some YouTube videos, close the laptop, right? And then I'll go on my phone and, like, look on Instagram for a little bit, go on TikTok. Yes, I'm addicted to TikTok, too. Um, it, it happened to me. <laughs> but um, do that. Then I get my Kindle out, and I'll read a little bit before bed. 
you know, and slowly I'll start to, start to get a little bit more, like, relaxed, and, um, by that time, I'll either, like, get tired enough to fall asleep, or I just kind of, like, decide when I'm gonna stop reading, close my eyes, and try to, like, kind of meditate myself to sleep sometimes, just to help myself fall asleep, and that's helped, but that's pretty much my morning or night routine. Um, that's just what's working for me right now, but, um, yeah. So having a routine has really helped, uh, like fill my days up a lot more and just give myself some structure because I'm the type of person before where it's like whatever I felt like, whatever I felt like that day. And that really was not working for me. So I decided to change it up, but that's my routine. Um, another thing that has really helped me in being more mindful, um, is being intentional when speaking to others. So, um, whenever I have any interaction with anyone, I try to be really intentional, especially because we can't see each other as much, especially like my best friend or any of my friends or um, my family, is being really intentional with what I'm like saying to them and like being more aware of the fact that like, especially with people that I don't see as often, that I'm not going to be able to see them and cherishing the time that I have to talk to them and um, being conscious of that. And you know, especially at work with, like, coworkers and kids and all of that, um, I've been able to be more mindful and in the moment in those ways because of meditation and because of, like, just simply making a routine for myself. Um, another thing is uh, being more conscious about what actions or conversations can trigger me. This is a big one. So, like, um, there are certain things, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, but there are certain, like, conversations or like actions from other people that can kind of trigger me trigger me in a way where um I can start to feel bad about myself or I can start to feel like guilt or like shame because it reminds me of something from the past or um if there's something or if someone in my family there's something that someone does that particularly like uh gets under my skin you know things like that being aware of those things and not reacting right away and not uh, being not being stuck in the pattern of what you'd usually do or how you'd usually usually respond to them, you know, um, being really just more mindful of that and realizing that they probably have no idea that that's something that ticks you off, you know, and if you've never communicated that with them, they're never gonna know. So, and it could be harmless, you know. Sometimes I can be a very I can be uptight sometimes with. I consider myself to be pretty easygoing, but there's some things I can be uptight about, especially with my family. If you live with your family or if you remember living with your family, it's very easy to be easygoing with people that you don't see as often, but like with people that you're with all the time, it kind of tests your patience. So I think just being more conscious and knowing what can trigger you and knowing what ticks you off um, so that when it happens, you're aware and you can, instead of shooting off at the mouth or like being cold or something, you can take a step back and be like okay hold on let's like take a chill pill for a second and realize that this person probably doesn't know that they are annoying me in this way or taking me off you know um but it's it's helped me to be more mindful in that way too um the next thing is minimizing the the decisions I have to make in a day so this is a big one for me and this really ties into the routine thing so having a routine for myself minimizes the amount of decisions I have to make like I mentioned before um if I have a lot of decisions like uh to make about specific things like what what I'm gonna eat for breakfast uh if I'm gonna work out that day or if I'm not gonna work out that day 
Um, am I going to work on my pack podcast ahead of time or am I not going to do that? Am I going to look into that Skillshare like <laughs> le- video lesson thing that I've always wanted to or no? Or, you know, it, like in this time that we're in right now, there's so much room to do so many things you've always wanted to do. And it's just deciding when and and what, you know, you're going to do what you're going to choose to do and when you're going to do it. And so minimizing those decisions that I have to make really just help decrease my anxiety and about making those decisions. So um, having a morning routine, that eliminates like at least 30% of the decisions I have to make that day. So like um, if I've decided the night before, it's the time I'm going to wake up in the morning. Am I going to work out? Am I just going to take a walk? Um, What am I going to eat for breakfast? Um, Things like that those types of decisions. Um, so if I've already decided them the night before, um, I've eliminated a huge amount of stress for the next day, you know, cause I already know what I'm going to do right when I wake up. I don't have to sit and think about what I'm going to do. I already know. Um, and, um, you know, if I'm planning out the night before, um, if the next day is going to be devoted to cleaning or if the next day is going to be devoted to working on my podcast or working on school stuff or, um, you know, talking, catching up with people, catching up with friends or something. Um, if, I, if I've decided that the night before, it eliminates that decision. So I already know what my intention was. Um, so that's something that's really helped me too. Um, the next thing is taking away unnecessary pressure. This is huge for me. And if you're anything like me, I really recommend being more conscious of this because it has changed everything for me. So I... And some of you out there, you can maybe relate to this. I put a lot of pressure on myself for everything. And, you know, it has a lot to do with the way that I was raised. Um, My parents were always pretty strict. And I was always held to a really high standard because I'm the oldest. And so in everything that I did, I had to be, like, really good. And, um, you know, it was always, like, pushing to be better and better and better and better and better and if you weren't actively doing that all of the time then you were falling short and that's kind of how it was and I'm thankful for that because I work really hard at the things I do but in times where it's not really necessary for me to put pressure on myself I tend to still put pressure on myself um so me being conscious of like things in my life that I'm putting pressure on myself where no one's like no one else is putting pressure on me it's only me you know And realizing that and being able to, like, take my foot off the gas and, like, kind of be like, okay, let's take a second here. Like, do you really need to put pressure on yourself for this? You know, does that, does that suck the fun out of it for you? Does that suck the, the, the peacefulness out of it for you? Um, or, you know, the reason why you're doing it in the first place. So, like, with this podcast, um, it's easy to put a lot of pressure on myself about what I talk about, how I talk about it how often I talk about my podcast, like, there's so many things that I put pressure on myself about that I don't need to, in my opinion, and so it makes it a lot more fun for me to create episodes and stuff when I take pressure off of unnecessary things, um, and, like, like, uh, deciding what day I'm gonna post. I, at first, I was very strict about I need to post one episode a week on Tuesdays, every Tuesday, and if I don't do that, then I suck. If I don't do that, then I'm feeling. If I don't do that, then I'm never going to make it better. I'm never going to get better, blah, blah, blah. That's kind of like subconsciously and habitually what happens in my head, so I kind of have to be like, okay, 
this is a podcast that you're building right now. Is it really necessary for you to put pressure on yourself to post every single week on the same day with all of the other stuff that you have going on, like school and work and stuff? And in my head, I'm like, no, it really isn't. And I am a really in a really good place right now where I'm, I don't have, of course, like thousands of people listening to this, you know? So I have room to still kind of figure out what my routine is with this and what day feels right for me to post and I'm still doing what feels right to me and that has been really helpful um you know and even the pressure at work I put a lot of pressure on myself when I feel like I suck that day when I feel like I'm being a sucky coach a lot of the times I'm doing my job still really well it's just little things in my mind that I'm that I'm putting pressure on myself about that makes me feel like I'm not doing well you know um so just being again using the word being mindful and um realizing the moments in my life where I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself to be better there's times where I can take my foot off the gas a little bit and and realize like okay why are you putting pressure on yourself for this is it necessary is this something that um is detrimental is it um you know, something that's affecting you day to day, you know, things like that. But that's something that's really helped me too. Um, the last few things, ooh, the last few things are really cool and fun too. Uh, listening and watching people that inspire me and listening and watching other people that have different opinions than me. And this is something that's really cool too and has helped me, um, be more mindful, especially like I have an urge to like talk about, you know, what I believe in and, um, the world that I'm working towards and um you know I've seen a lot more people online which is great that inspired me and friends and people that I'm friends with online um sharing a lot more of what they believe and what they're passionate about and and working towards that and um owning their own businesses their small businesses and uh um having pages that that really um show what they believe and they use it as like an outlet for creativity and I love that um and so the first one listening and watching people that inspire me there's so many people that inspire me and that I admire the way that they can spread their message and what they believe so consistently and where it's clear the reason why they're doing what they're doing it's very clear and they're consistent in that and that's something I really that really inspires me um something that's really helped me too is listening and watching other people that have different opinions than me so people who don't necessarily believe what I believe and um, who may be working towards a world similar to mine, but just have different opinions about it and different ways that they're getting there. And that's really helped me to open my eyes to, um, sorry, open my eyes to everything that's out there and that you're going to want to support, in my opinion, you're going to want to support people who are working towards a world similar to yours. And even if they have a different way of getting there, they may have really great ideas and, um, a viewpoint that you never really have been exposed to before or ideas that you've never really um thought about you know um but yeah I think that's super important so I hope that really helped um if like if you're anything like me and you struggle with anxiety like day to day and you're having trouble being mindful and your head can kind of feel messy at times or fuzzy um especially right now in the time that we're in in the world right now this is something that's really helped me um but yeah those were all of the things all of the 
um, ways that mindfulness has helped with my anxiety day to day and I hope that can help you I hope you can take away some tips if you have any questions about them um, the Instagram I made an Instagram for the podcast specifically for this reason and to kind of post other things there um, that inspire me instead of like putting it all on my personal account but it's I W uh, Y T K pod so I want you to know pod at I want you to know pod on Instagram and on Facebook Um, And if you have any questions about this, if you're going through this too and you want to talk or have a conversation, you can uh, direct message me on there Um, and always be open to talk um, about it. That's kind of the whole point. Um, But yeah, that's technically it's episode nine of the podcast, but episode one of I Want You to Know. So I hope you enjoyed episode one of I Want You to Know. Make sure and go follow the Instagram, I-W-Y-T-K um, pod. I Want You to Know pod on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, I put a lot of um, posts and things that I've learned on there, things that inspire me and share on there a lot. Um, so go ahead and follow me over there. And I hope you enjoyed this first episode of I Want You to Know. And I want you to get excited, as excited as I am for the next few episodes. And I want to plan to interview some of my friends and people that inspire me or people that I think it'd be really awesome for them to share their stories. So, yeah. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your week. I'll see you next time. Um, Just remember, always take care of yourself and take care of each other. And I'll see you next week.